what's up, people, and welcome to the Artist Exchange Radio Show. I'm your host, Nate, and we have another, another, I was about to say, so I've been talking to my students too much, another uh, great show. Uh, this is part two uh, to last week's discussion with the production crew and, and stars of Life of an Alpha Male. Today we have Mr. Antoine Chambers. He's an executive producer. <laughs> well, the money resides. Uh, we have two of the co-stars of that said movie as well. Uh, this film will be premiering in September, I believe September the 18th. Uh, Antoine will correct me once he comes on. Uh, but we will have a great conversation about that alpha male syndrome. I don't want to call it toxic masculinity, but if it gets there, we're going to get to it. Uh, don't worry, David. We're not going to talk about the story too much, but we're going to get into the characterization of it all. Uh, but today, I, they told me we had a lively bunch today, so we're going to be on our uh, best behavior on an artist exchange, but we're going to let them do what they do. Uh, so without further ado, I'm going to welcome on Mr. Antoine Chambers. <clears throat> All right, I'm in here. How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, sir? Man, I'm super fantastic. So they tell me you are the executive producer of this production, um, and you and David work together to bring these films. Is there, is there, I believe this is your second film together? Second feature film, yes. Second feature film. So tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get into the entertainment business? Um. Well, I got I got pulled into the entertainment uh, industry by my partner David, <laughs> and um, we good friends grew up together. And uh, I'm just a entrepreneur at heart. Always got a few things going on, and um, we were just really pulling for each other. He was writing books, and um, I have athletic apparel, and uh, we just always was pulling for each other and wanted each other to win. And um, one day he just. Uh, kind of came to me with an idea of turning a uh, a script he had into an actual film. And okay. he knew I'm a resourceful person myself. And he just like, I need your help. And I was like, cool. <laughs> and that's how well, it the job, the job of a producer is can be a little bit stressful. You got to always worry about budgets. You got to worry about you know the product at large. You don't. You're not really the small picture guy. You're always looking at the bigger picture. Was was that a part of your skill set coming into this, or was it learning on the job? Um, a little bit of both. Um, okay. I'm a resourceful person and kind of the guy. If you give me a task, I can get it done. Like it. So, um, I think he knew that about me. Um, mm -hmm. We old ex ball players, and uh, we both winners. And so, I just believe he. I'm, I think he knew that about me, that I'm a winner. I know he a winner. And between the both of us, um, we just believed we could get it done. Uh, and when we had the conversation, um, I had put, you know, I had put a little bit of money to the side. And so it was like, I just saw it as an investment in us. And so that's kind of how it started. Yeah. That's what's up. So and as I asked David last week, what do you want to contribute to this Baltimore area? We have all these art hubs in Atlanta and Philly and New York and uh, New Orleans all popping up, but Baltimore seems to still be this roadhouse where people come and get a cheap film made for cheap. Uh, uh, not that a filmmaking is cheap, but they come here because it's cheaper here to make a film and then they be about their business. Very seldomly do we have homegrown filmmakers. We're starting to, 
uh, but what will you and David's collaboration? And tell us the name of your production company again. Okay, so the production company is called Wise Men Productions. Okay. And um, and really, it is a bunch of talent here. And for whatever reason, uh, the talent, when it does kind of show itself, it kind of leaves. But um, we, we just guys from around here, and, and we love where we're from. And we we just want we really want to put it on the map, and um and I and I will say that I know for me, um I just I kind of like being the underdog, mm. and, um, and and when you're the underdog, you know you kind of move a certain way. But I but mm. not only that, I just believe that we really do have some gifts and and um we got some special things that we supposed to give to the world, and uh and I and I believe that with everything in me. So I just know that's just a matter of time for uh, certain people to see what we bring because once they see it, I mean, I know without a shadow of a doubt, it's what's needed, it's what's out there. It, you know, we we can our filmmaking ability. I'm I'm a little confident with it, but I just believe we can we we can make films with the best of. And so all mm-hmm. we need is all you know. We just we're basically working on getting our shot. And even if we got to create our own shot, that's what we kind of know that we might have to do, but we're willing to take the long road um, to do that as well. And then we all know, you know, we've gotten a bad reputation being home of the wire, homicide and such. Uh, but it's, it's great to me. And I said this to David last week, great to see you two brothers, along with all of the other women on your team, making things great. Uh, and working together and showing people that it, it can be possible and it doesn't have to be about competition. And specifically, two brothers can come together and create art in this city. Uh, and we see everybody else in the city winning in that way. And we are still trying to figure that thing out culturally for ourselves and figuring out how we can do it. So I can't wait till you all write a book on how to do this uh, and, and how you all did it in, in, in a city where we're always considered the underdog. And it's always a surprise when we do win and we do achieve. So I commend you and David for um, initiating this and then showing us the process. I see a lot of your social media where you all are showing us how this is happening and, and telling us why this is happening. And I was uh, really glad to be introduced to you all and bring you all onto my platform to be able to expose that and share that with everybody that I know. Um, so much, much kudos to you, brother. And and I know it's hard, but just keep keep pushing, keep pushing, pushing. And I want to hear more a little bit about this apparel line that you have as well. Okay, real quick before I get into that. Because I'm a size 3X. <laughs> <laughs> you touched on some good things, man. And, and, and we really do try to uh, be transparent and show all that goes into it. Because it's mm-hmm. not easy. It's not easy at all. But it's fun. Um, you One thing we real big on, like, you really got to dedicate to personal development. Because it's so much of that helps us along this journey. Um, that we that we're a part of, and that's a big thing. People just think like, you know, you can kind of skip steps. You really can't. Um, and so, uh, but you know, we we there's a lot of people out here who who has great stuff. And Baltimore is kind of known for like the wire and 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 the street stuff. And not to knock anybody who's doing that, but it's plenty of that. But we wanted that we wanted to create um, we call content with the purpose, and um, and that's really our goal is. I wanted 
I said early on, um, I think I might did a post about this maybe yesterday or today, but I, I know when we talked early on, I wanted to have something that I wanted to see. Like right. I wanted to have something that was representation of us, but actually it's something that I wanted to see and something that was going to be of some value or some substance, not something that really like tears us down because we got enough of that. They show plenty of that stuff. And I just didn't want no parts of that if I had something to do with it. Um, and so, yeah, that, that's that part. Now with the, uh, athletic apparel and co-ed, man, um, it's really the heartbeat of sports. I'm, I'm a sports guy. I've been playing sports all my life. I love football. That's my favorite. That's my baby. Um, it got me a chance to uh, get a scholarship and, and give me some education. Shout out to BSU. Uh, okay. Um, but that's kind of really uh, how I got started. I just always been in, in the sports and I just wanted to, um, I, I, I found out in order to be successful, they say you got to do what you love. And one of the things I love is sports. And so I wanted to figure out a way to um, have an a, a income in sports. Um, but I didn't want to do it. Like, I didn't want to be a coach or something like that. I, you know, one of my things is I'm kind of known as a kind of stylish person. And so I just kind of use my gifts and, and the things that I liked and was good at. And it kind of turned into um, the apparel side. So, yeah. And so now that he's not about that sweat life. I get you. I understand. I like to be cool in the shade too, sir. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's all good, man. I, you know, if you want sweat, we can, we can, we can get a couple miles in or, you know what I mean? Oh, and, and lay up, like, you know what I mean? Just looking good, being casual. We can take care of you on that tip, too. So. I got but, you. I got you. Uh, yeah. So right now, I'm going to bring in one of the co-stars and uh, one of your production techs also, uh, Miss J. Seymour. We're going to welcome her on to the screen as well. All right. Hey. Miss J. Seymour. <laughs> How you doing today? I am amazing. I'm amazing. You seem real zen, real relaxed, real. <laughs> trying to be, trying to be, yeah. How was this? Well, first of all, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into, because you have a very extensive bio as well. So tell us how you got into the entertainment arts field. Well, um, actually, it, it was by accident, somewhat. Um, mm -hmm. I, uh, really wanted to help um, a couple of friends of mine um, at a casting call. And they said, you know what? You should audition. <laughs> so I was hesitant, but I did. I auditioned and um, I got a part and it was a, it was a stage play and it's been all uphill from there. Mm. It's, it's especially theater. Film is a little bit more different, a lot different, and TV is way different. Mm -hmm. But theater will will absorb you because it's nothing like that immediate gratification. You hear the applause, you feel the energy of each one of your audiences. So mm -hmm. it's something I will never let go. But it's something that will definitely keep you or, oh. or make you run to the farthest corporate office if you ain't about that life. So. I love, yeah, I love both. Um, I, I can't, it, I can compare and contrast all day long, but um, I love both. Mm. And, and I think, I know that stage um, bring out, brings out those chops like never before. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, I mean, if you, if you can't cut it there, you might as well just go, go sit down somewhere. Yeah. Oh, buy a ticket. Just go oh, buy a ticket. Oh, buy a ticket. Come see me. <laughs> <laughs> 
So <laughs> tell us your role in this production. Um, or roles. I'm sorry. Actually, I, I'm um, one of the executive producers as well. Okay. Um, I'm an get them. Get them. <laughs> production assistant slash manager, if you will, because I kind of um, um, took on the, the hats of um, of those two uh, positions. Um, and I also play the role What'd you say, Antoine? <laughs> and I also um, play the role of Data Saunders in this film, who okay. is the, um, good friends with the alpha male and his second wife. Mm, mm. So, I, I'm a. Uh, once we get, uh, I'm just gonna bring uh, Dana on because I, I want to get into the conversation okay. of it all, and then we go get a little bit more about each of you. So, can we bring Dana on as well, Miss Dana Turner? Hey, how are you? Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I have no complaints. <laughs> So Miss Dana plays the first wife of the alpha male. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got into the arts? I have been in the arts for as long as I can remember being alive, singing on church choirs, being in plays, and I've always wanted to get into acting. I was the person who did not want to do monologues though. <laughs> so if I could get in the door without the monologues, then I'm all there. So, <laughs> so um, about four years ago, it was a movie, um, not in this production, but a different one that um, mm -hmm. I felt like I could do the role and um, I auditioned for it and I didn't have to do it with a monologue, just reading from a little script book and got it. And then I was like, hey, you know, I really wanted to do this, but I love it. And um, that's pretty much how I got started, like with the acting that did stuff right. here. It's one of those things where you either love it or you hate it because it's yes. too time consuming. And them lines, I've I've been acting since probably like eight, and I still I'm oh. not gonna say that because we got producers in front of us, but uh <laughs> I'm not good with the lines. I learned them, but it's a struggle, definitely. Yeah, oh um, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It is, it can be a struggle. <laughs> so life of an alpha male. Uh, Jay, you play the friend of the lead character, the gentleman of and Alpha his Male. Wife. And his second wife. And, and his second wife. Uh, and you, Dana, play his first wife. Uh, yes. Can you tell us about your interaction with the character? Not necessarily the story, but just how you see your interaction with that character. Um, it's painful. Mm. <laughs> It's painful because, um, you know, an alpha male is always wanted. So being a woman that is with somebody who's always looked at or under the microscope mm -hmm. or, you know, it, it's kind of hard if you're not secure. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, so um, I don't Word. know. I, Security. Yeah. <laughs> um, reading. Um, reading everything and reading a script and I was just like oh you know it's it's gonna be hard to be her but it really is not because a lot of women can relate to just not feeling like you can measure up to an alpha male so you have to be strong you have to have strength and I feel like me as who I am as Dana 
I definitely can measure up to being strong and being able to handle that. But you know, I know I've seen both sides of it. So mm. it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it just seems, and I I want to be there. Like I said, I want to be there. I want to see this because I want to see all the hear all the reactions from the individuals coming to watch this because this is not an easy topic. And I told David, like, this is really going to make y'all comment section grow. This will spur a lot of comments. And it probably already has uh, based on the book itself. Uh, but uh, for you, Jay, uh, playing that character that is not the first wife, how do you see your real life in terms of what do you see when you think of this alpha male or what's your perspective? Oh man, okay. Um, <laughs> because I'm trying to give you mm -hmm. what I need to give you without giving away. You need to pray life. first, you need to pray. <laughs> <laughs> because really, I mean, uh, because this, this, this particular story, um, life in general, I mean, it's mm -hmm. all about relationships, right? Right. And goodness, um, it really with this character. I really it made me question mm. relationships, you know. And you could just you could be you could be everything. You can be everything. Mm. To one person, and, and it's still not matter. enough. It's oh not, my God. not enough. And see, and with this, um, you know, I my character. It's funny because um, in describing my character, um, she was in his book. So describing me, I was already in his book pra practically. So, mm. um, and I, I won't say it wasn't. It wasn't difficult playing this role, but would it, would it have been who you would have naturally been? Would Would you have been able to be the the best friend? Not and now. Oh, not okay. Now. Not now. Mm. Um, that's someone I used to be. Mm. Someone I used to be, and but um, with this whole personal development and growth and all of that that Antoine was just speaking on, um, it's, it's, it's some, you just get tired. You get tired mm -hmm. and you, and you deserve, you realize you deserve better. And, mm -hmm. um, and it's, and again, relationships is what, what's in this business and it's important. And I, you can't, you can't let your relationships, you can't burn them, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and that that character that I'm not, I'm not calling him a person, but that character is very prevalent in many in our culture and our circles, and we see that person. Sometimes some of us have been that person, uh, and it's hard to really let go because that's still a human being. You know, there's always a reason, a backstory, but but sometimes it can get heavy. Uh, I'm gonna ask you, Antoine, as I ask. Um, uh, David, last week, are you ready to to temporarily lose your your spot at the the football games and the the, the Super Bowl parties for exposing such such such? <laughs> well, I, I I don't really think that um, it's to expose on that level. Mm -hmm. I just think 
it's more of you get to understand why he's like that. Mm. Uh, because the things that he's doing, it's not like you're going to see something that you've never seen before. Right, just, right. A lot of people, especially women, just don't know why he moved like that. Or even with some men, how he's able to move like that. So I don't think it's like we letting the game out. Um, it's just more or less of you being able to see this person um, more for who he is and not what the perception of him is. He He's right. really going to become more human. I think Cindy, uh, who plays the the therapist, mm. that, that was her perspective, being able to humanize this person versus just somebody who you can identify that hurts you. But mm-hmm. like actually being able to see past that and dig deeper, and then you start seeing, oh, this is a human being who makes mistakes, who who may be a little off right now, but it's all for a reason, and there is room for growth. Um, to the ladies, uh, was it anything that you learned about yourself uh, in dealing with your character? Jay, did you want to take this? Or... <laughs> Go ahead, you take it. I just learned that I did that you have to be strong, period. Like, mm-hmm. even in moments of weakness, you have to find that little bit of strength from somewhere in order to, in order to uh, pass any type of pain that you may get from a heartbreak. Because, you know, in, in every heartbreak, there is some pain, but they are growing pain. So that's pretty much, you know, where I am with it. Mm. And and being the first wife in this story, was there anything that you could relate to or was that not who you would have been? <sighs> I would have been the loving, happy um, wife. Mm. Yeah. So yes, I can relate to her. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got yourself a nice looking good man. You're happy. You mm-hmm. know, you are happy and you think he is all yours. You know, so yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah. Got you. <laughs> got you <had> a friend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what about you, Jay? I'm trying to give you more without giving all of it. That's <laughs> Oh, my gosh. But just uh, speaking in general, you know, how do we, how, how can we relate to these characters and make them human without pitying them or feeling sorry for them or just blowing them off? If you can come from that perspective. You know what? I, I, I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to anyways. Um, Hold up, Jay. <laughs> 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 I mean, you can admire because when we when we feel like well okay goodness when we feel like we're missing something mm-hmm. and we feel like someone has what we're missing <laughs> you know we, oh we, God, we Jay. it's a, there's a fine line between See, I'm trying not to get. There's a fine line between, you know, um, admiring someone's relationship and um, or coveting. Yes, 
or um <laughs> and um Look, let, let me, and trying to and trying to it, it is between friendship and admi- that's why I get, I, we, we get it we get that 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 hesitation I understand that that answers the question beyond anything you was going to jump there I think it's all about to save the day for a second yeah, but I, I wanted to say like with the like you said with the women mm-hmm. I think that even though the story, I guess, is based on the alpha male, the life of the alpha mm-hmm. male and his walk, it still is one of those things where everybody gets to see themselves mm-hmm. in the thing. So the women have to understand, the well, the women, I, I believe, will understand and kind of see if they open to seeing the role that they play in how mm-hmm. he is the way he is. The three fingers pointing back at you. That's what I, yeah. I teach my students. Like every time you point a finger, you got to be prepared for that. Three, them three fingers pointing back at you. What's your responsibility? Yeah. It, this seems. I, I was relieved in, in just talking to David briefly before I interviewed him uh, that this wasn't going to be a story where this guy is being uh, validated. That behavior. Yeah. Right there, isn't being uh, validated, but it's being exposed in a way uh, where, as you just said, and it's when everybody gets a mirror. Mm-hmm. It's not just him. It's not just his partners. It's, it's not the friend. Everybody gets a mirror in this situation. And it's, it's up to us to really identify and accept or just, oh, this is very entertaining. Bravo. But it, I, that's why I said I, I have definitely save me a seat because I yeah. want to hear the reaction. Yeah, uh, it's not, it's not how to be a player. <laughs> yeah. It's when it, was, it was glorifying that behavior versus yeah, addressing that. it. Yeah. Is it, is it, uh, when, when we, when we speak on these topics, uh, especially speaking, I'm going to go back to you, Antoine, and, and you having your seat in this, um, and you're not in it, uh, so to speak, what do you, what are you seeing? The growth of this project, what what has it been for you? Um, ben, I remember uh, when he wrote the book, and um, and I read the book. This was like the first book I read that he actually told a story. Like his first book, Ouch This May Hurt, is kind of like what we talk about all the time. So it was like cool to see that in book form, but this mm-hmm. was like him showing his ability to write a story. And I was like, like I was, I said, you got something like, I, you know, he always mm-hmm. talked about he had talent in writing, but after reading that book, I, that's when I, I believed like and knew that he had something like, you really are talented. And so to be able to put this in a film um, was the challenge for it to be as good as the book. Um, so that was one of the main things coming into it that I know I wanted to help make sure that it was as good as the book. And, um, I just believe we, we exceeded our, our expectations again. Um, but, uh, like I say, it, we, he, this guy is learning about this alpha male's walk, but it's not like the life of like how to be a player, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're not, we're not, we're not doing that. Um, and everything we do is with a purpose. So it, it's still um, a lot that people can learn from this guy 
from the relationships and just about life in general. It, and so bringing in the topic matter, but before we do, uh, definitely call in. The telephone lines are open. Give us a call at 443-642-9403 with your questions, with your concerns, with your uh, your perception so far in this conversation. Um, in terms of being one of the producers, how important was it for you to connect to the story? Because I don't think, I think people just think producers invest and they stand back and let people create. So how important was it for you to uh, believe in this story? Um, always in, in all the projects we do, like I feel like before we decide to go in on a project, it's something that we both got to really be feeling. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of times when he bring in subject matter to the table, we talk about it first. So mm -hmm. from, that, from that standpoint, like, yeah, it's something that I um, that I was excited about. Um, the life of an alpha male, you know, we talk about this all the time. We both ex-ball players, athletes, like, so we kind of live that life. The, the, um, the, you know, it's based on true events. And he always says it's based on true events. And he'll say that, you know, I never said that they're all mine. So it's, um, it's a- we were, it's, trying it's to, we were trying to pull some of them out last week he was he was letting us have a little bit but i figured the other half of the story was yours i guess this is what well, i think i won't even say half <laughs> but i remember reading the book and mm -hmm. like having to call him and be like hey this <laughs> right here, man. Like, hey. you gotta be careful walking with uh writers you gotta be yeah. careful talking to them so um you know but like i say it it, it comes it comes from it comes from, it's based on true events. And uh, so, you know, it is parts that I can definitely relate to, personally relate to. The whole concept as a whole, as an as a, as a alpha male, there is this kind of walk that we talk about that most guys who are alpha males and not the imposters who just, you know, want to believe it because they sound good, that the guys that really have this magnetism mm -hmm. and, and way, um, they identify instantly because it's, it's a life. It's an actual life that, um, you, you know, you get to live. And it comes, it's like, but it's, it's not all glamorous. It's, it's, it's a gift and a curse in the sense that, like, if you don't know how to use it, if, if you can abuse it, and, and, and that comes in, like, with women, like, being that you have that, allure and things you really i've learned that you have to kind of know how to handle them too because mm. if not, you know you, you'll be creating a, a lot of bad relationships and, and you know you might have some things going with you it, it's a responsibility that comes with handling people in general when you are when you have you know that gift of being an alpha man. That was the, that was nicely put, Mr. J. Just got yourself out of the line of fire, but I, I like the way you put that. Uh, <laughs> Jay, for you coming on as an executive producer, um, how important was it for you to connect to the story as both on that side of it as well as the talent? I think you have to unmute yeah. All right. Well. I um. So 
I'm distracting the kids. Um, the coming in, coming in. Okay, so making sure that. Um, so I'm sorry. Can you go to Dana? To Dana. Okay. No, I'm sorry. My, my kids. I'm sitting over yelling at my children. <laughs> I'm sorry. Take a moment. Take a moment. Uh, Dana, for you being an artist uh, and acting and singing are two different things. You need yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in terms of being a singer, your emotion has to be in the in the delivery. But as an actor, uh, we often uh, get accused of like faking it and just crying on cue or feeling or and it's not really a full circle type of feeling. But being yeah. an artist, how important is it for you to really connect with your character and with the story in general? I think that I will bring my best self to it if I can connect to it. Mm. So it has it has to be some sort of a connection. Everybody's not going to take every script. You know, some people mm. read a script and be like, eh, I don't think that's for me. But mm. when you can, when you read a script and you see, you can see yourself in it mm. in any degree, you can bring your best self to it. So that's mm. pretty much how I, you know, connect with a script. You can you say no to a script. <laughs> When you first, because last week, again, I, I asked Cindy, what, what did she think when she first saw that 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 title, that that first page? And she was like, oh, well, her mind just went somewhere else. But in reading it, she turned around a little bit more, especially being her character. For you, when you first saw that first page, what, what was you like, oh, was that, what was your first page? I said to myself, one, David is a genius. <laughs> That's what I said to myself. And then I was just like, ooh, this is going to be nice. I really am glad to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. So that was my reaction to it. <laughs> before, yeah. before you even read it, like just dealing with just the title alone will have you thinking all types of things. Like what are we will be dealing with? Uh, was that your and concern or your, as an artist, was that your concern? I don't have a concern. I just... Um, my definition of an alpha male, um, mm. this kind of opened my eyes to more of what it is. Because mm. my definition of an alpha male was just that he's a strong man and, you know, he's number one and he just, you know, he thinks a lot of himself. But um, after reading the script, my mind was kind of like, um, there's a little bit more to an alpha male than what I knew or what I perceived. What, what changed? What what changed or what was the difference in your definition versus what you got to experience in this production? Um, without giving too much, <laughs> um, it they prepared you guys really good. Yeah. I have to commit him. <laughs> and <laughs> really enjoy it without I want people to really be on edge and thinking like what's about to happen versus you know already knowing what's gonna happen but um it's a lot more I'll just say it's just so much more to an alpha male than just what I thought it was and um and you gotta come and see to to see exactly what I mean when I say that because like I said my definition was that it was just a strong man somebody who was authoritative you know and somebody who thought a lot of themselves but there's some some other things to an alpha male there's a softer side there's a you know it's just more to it so I'll ask you this, so I, I'm because I'm normally good at breaking people, but I'm not going to break you all this time. But okay. in terms of when you see this person in real life now, 
how will you approach them differently? I don't think I'll approach them differently. I think I'll be me. <laughs> I'll be who I am mm -hmm. and I'll, I'll let them adapt to who Dana is, you know? Okay. <laughs> so that would be the key. You like making sure you are you are present in that relationship and yes. not just an admirer. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But never, but never, you know, farther away from who you actually are. You have to continue to be you no right. matter what. Remain yourself, yeah. but 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 right now, you gotta admit, Dana, that you kind of know now what was going on in the minds of the <laughs> So remain yourself, but you know, um, but also don't react. Just know how to act um, mm. when you are dealing with these alpha. Mm. You know what? Okay. That's a, that was really good, Jay. Yeah, so I'm that sorry was really about, good. I'm sorry about that, guys. Yeah. We, oh, no, okay. we deal with real life. We dealing with real life. Yeah. Right but it, it, I, I like that. But for you, Jay. Uh, that's I, I like your approach to that uh, because it's not about the reaction. You know, now you're actually listening to them and not just looking at the person or feeling something, but you're now listening Correct. and being in tune because that person, it's not, I don't even think it's about playing games. It's about, this is how I've been taught to do this. So this is what I do. And sometimes we still get kind of mysticized over what, what someone looks like versus listening mm -hmm. to them and not, not getting caught up in that whole image of what a person is presenting to you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So, so and moving forward, uh, what other projects do you all have coming up? Are you, are you all invested in anything else, or is there any other projects that you individually are working towards or working on? Within Wiseman or just in general? Just with so, Wiseman or just in general? I know I'm I'm currently um, rehearsing uh, for a stage play that's um uh, or no in uh, November will be um, mm -hmm. in November and um, I just finished a um, a feature film um, where I played a lead um, role and um, that should be out sometime next year. Okay. Miss Dana. Nice. I am not working on anything right now but my wedding. So <laughs> I'm I'm focusing a lot on that. Um if something comes up, I'm all in. But for right now, nothing. Nothing. Well, that's a production all in of itself. So and say it again. <laughs> say it again. Thank you. Congratulations and kudos. I'm so to you. happy for her. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And Antoine, for you, uh, any projects with the Wiseman Production Group or with yourself coming up? Well, we always we always working. Um, this is the priority. Before I even get into that stuff, I just want to say that when you come see these ladies, you're gonna be so blown away. These ladies mm -hmm. nailed it, killed it. Like I'm so I'm so I'm so excited about our cast. Like, I can't wait for people to see it because when we watch it, it's like, see, they haven't, like, well, Jay has, but a lot of the, the rest of the cast haven't even seen it Not put together yet. So they don't even know. And I just can't no. wait for them to see it. Um, 
because mm-hmm. I mean they did an exceptional job and, and and I feel like I feel like everybody will be knocking on their door after this because I mean they just played their role so good. Um but just far as far as us like right now my focus is on uh, life of an alpha male, this mm-hmm. black carpet and these showings and just really getting a lot of uh uh, uh distributors, um you know, whoever are the, the point person for these networks to really see what we got here, because this is mm-hmm. something that need to be on a big network. This is something that everybody needs to see. Uh, for for one, from the content and just as a great film, it's like a it's like a great film. I, th- I think this film is has a chance to be one of people's favorite movies, especially mm-hmm. in that relationship genre. It's like it's that good. I, I, and I'm loving. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Jay. Oh, I just wanted to circle back real fast, if I could, uh, to the earlier. Um, you know, the stories that that we that we bring to life and mm-hmm. wise men, like it's it's important that that they look good, that they feel good. Um, so, in producing this, make you know, making sure that the the uh, cast and the crew. Um, feel good that they they're um, respected and time is is um, respected and everything um, making sure we have the right people when I say the right it was so it was casted so well mm-hmm. I, I I truly mean that I mean you will see when you when you um, throw your pop when you come <laughs> to throw your popcorn at the screen I'm, ex- I'm excited to see that um but um, make make sure the locations look good. You know that that it doesn't look like a typical Baltimore relationship movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I mean, coming well, my from my end, um, that was important to me. I mean, being in front and behind the camera, um, it was important that that I you know I I I can feel. I feel what the what the cast feels, you know, because I'm part of the cast as well as the crew. So um, on both ends, I just wanted, wanted to make sure that you know we 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 did our absolute best at putting these these elements together. Mm-hmm. So that that's that was important to me. I'm just I'm happy to see uh, storytelling from the perspective of and and. You know, I'm a person that's not afraid to say I'm a black artist. I'm a Baltimorean artist. Um, I, 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 a lot of us try to water that down, but I think the significance and the importance of who we are and what we do is being able to show people where we're from. Uh, and actors, we're, we're taught to be very neutral. Mm-hmm. Nobody should know where you're from or where you come from, what your accent is. But I, it's just something that it, no matter where I've moved to, Baltimore's always been home for me, and I just wanted to always represent that in in my perspective. So I like you saying it's not typical, but it's it's a story, and it's not the the typical hood rich story where one person's a drug dealer and the other one's the little old church girl, and they get together and create havoc. Uh, but it 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 shows the complexity of who we are and where we're moving towards black art and entertainment. We're, we're forcing people to see us in all of our different uh, perspectives and different hues of who we are. And we're not just one 
monolith of a of, of a people. We have many different sides. So just seeing the three three of the women or three characters uh, from this story, I already see how complex it's going to be, um, how um, diverse the perspectives are going to be. So I'm I'm glad that you all really caught uh, the win in terms of um, casting. That's very important because one bad apple can turn. We've all been on, in a production or a show with that one person. We was like, how did they get here? Right. Why are they still here? But uh, I'm just, I'm really, I'm enthusiastic about this and what it would mean uh, in terms of our staff uh, here in the DMV area and what that means for future projects. Um, and, and just the challenge is going to give to people to tell real stories and not just recycling the same stock stories that, that seem to get interest. Let's move out of that uh, urban uh, uh, section where we, we only are these people and, and, and not be afraid to show. There's too many platforms for us to exist now where we are only telling the same wire homicide stories. Mm -hmm. um, so much kudos to the whole producer team, the writer, director, the actors, uh, and everybody that supported this. Um, I'm definitely going to continue to support this. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, uh, and we'll be right back here on the Artist Exchange radio show. We're going to bring up the topic, the business of being uh, in entertainment. So stay tuned, stay locked in for these phenomenal guests that we have today. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. So we have about 20 more minutes, and that's probably going to fly by. Here I come. So we're going to meet ourselves. We're going to meet ourselves. What the hell are you doing? I ain't nowhere to board a train, you damn stupid nigga. Well, he might could have said an income boom. We ain't no nickel boom. Here I come. Here I come. Open it. We're gonna play for you our first tune. It's called Let's Start What We Have Come Into the Room to Do. Right on. Here goes. You do know how to make a grand entrance. I know who you are. The angel who hunts down those who trespass against him with no mercy. Admit it. I'm like with the bland blands. 
production team as well as actresses from uh, Life of an Alpha Male with us today, Mr. Antoine Chambers, Ms. Jay Seymour, and Ms. Dana Turner. Uh, and we've been talking a little bit about the Alpha Male and, and what that uh, means to us individually. And I actually, I don't think I asked you, uh, Antoine, uh, what does that, how do you define an Alpha Male? Jumping right back in. Um, I guess I'd say like the alpha male is the guy that has that that attraction, that magnetism, that uh that thing where everybody kind of like likes him. Everybody's drawn to him. And that's men and women. Because like with women, like quite naturally, he gets the women of his choice. Um, he finds himself in all kinds of like situations that are not normal to the other guys and uh with the with the men you know they just they just know he's kind of like the man's man he's like the guy that you know uh you want at your function and you know you just kind of like hanging with so he has that 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 gift and that quality that that people are just drawn to him mm -hmm. i mean we can't everybody has their perspective and how they see that person and we think it's one definition, but in talking to all of you all, it's definitely different perspectives and different ideas personally and how how we see that that person. Mm -hmm. um, moving a little bit forward, uh, in terms of doing a production like this, doing a pandemic, how has it been trying to navigate getting tested and making sure you staying safe and, and all those things? How has the production itself been uh, dealing with it? It's been somewhat of a challenge. Um, you know, we talk back and forth, and that's the whole production team. So that's me, uh, Jay, David. Um, it's another young lady um, that's one of our producers, Crystal. Like, we all kind of really see what's, the, what's in the best interest of the, the, the project. And so we had to make some tough calls at times. Um, you know, uh, we kind of built in our schedule, like because of it was COVID, like some kind of backup plans and backup dates. 
So we tried to like kind of forethink that and foreshadow those kind of things and things that may happen. But, uh, you know, we kind of had to make adjustments based mm-hmm. on, uh, you know, what the CDC is saying you need to do and, and, and things of that nature. And just making sure everybody's safe. Well, that was one of the one things we wanted just to make sure that everybody's safe and that it wasn't going to be someone coming and, and like spreading something to the whole cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that was that was things that we did. Uh, we even had um, we even had some things where we uh, you know where we had to figure out or think if we thought that we should kind of relax as things was relaxing. And you know we kind of went back and forth about some of those things. So mm-hmm. you know it's a lot to take in, but at the end of the day, it's really about um, making sure that everybody who's working with us uh, is safe as possible at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. For, for, for you, Dana and Jay, how has it been being artists in the midst of this? Because a lot of people lost work and wasn't able to work, but you're in the midst of shooting a film. How how has it been for you? Scary. Because you have to be in close quarters with people that you, you trust, but you just don't know who they've been around and who those people been around that they were around. So it's scary. It's really scary. I mean, you're in constant prayer and you get tested. Mm. And it doesn't, your testing doesn't even matter at the time. Yeah. But you can cover yourself. Trying to rehearse, trying to just understand each other. Mm. Just, it, it's just, it's, it, it has been pretty rough. It, it has. Yeah. I think it's gonna it's gonna really shape how we do productions from this point forward. Um, I don't think everything is gonna be virtual, but I, I like how it it opened up a whole new market of streaming and and different possibilities for up and coming production companies like this. Um, and and for us as storytellers, it gave us different platforms and different strategies to get the work done. Um, in, in terms of how we uh how we work uh and and what sticks out to us and 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 how we get jobs done um i my next question to you all is uh is there a line or um uh i'll say a line i'll go with a line is there a line that sticks out to you in this piece that that that's memorable to you or meant the most to you Wait, let me think. <laughs> ah, yeah, they, they got to think too. Oh, there's man. so many. Hold on. Yeah. Hey, great. You're asking all the good questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got to make sure we help you promote this the best way we can. Uh, it, it is it's normally something that you, you kind of leave with. Um, it's something that sticks with you. You know, um, it... I'm, I'm normally I get to see the work before I interview, and this is kind of one of the first times that I haven't seen it yet. But I'm really excited in terms of what the possibility of this is. You know, living in a city like this, um, we need representation in all aspects of what is positive and what is moving us forward. So, uh, just in talking to you all today and from last week and getting to talk to David briefly, it really is making me excited about 
where film is going to come up because film is is Baltimore isn't new to film. It's just uh, internally we normally go other places to shoot, or we we don't really use the backdrop of Baltimore. That's what other people do. Uh, so just seeing that this story is blossoming out of the city is is exciting. So I'm just you know really enthused. So, so I can't think of anything that stands out right now that I've said that, you know, that I get the super memorable. Um, I got oh, one. I, I got one for go. her. Good, go. And she say, you not my man. Or would you say, are you my man? It's kind of like an inside joke. <laughs> Right. Okay. Oh my or, God. Or the one where, where they're like, you know, um, basically all these women, all these women are gonna do everything that your wife or your woman will do for you. Mm. Like, what if they were? Oh, oh my God. The idea of looking for bits and pieces of what you have right here. You have the whole package here, but you out there looking for bits and pieces of it. So uh, yeah, I, going, I see where you're going. I see where you're going. Um, a story like this, would would this have been possible a couple years ago? Like when the book came out? Or do you think we're ready culturally for this type of story? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Absolutely. Yes, but yes, that's yes. getting getting back to to some somewhat of normalcy. What you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. um, it's, it's been pretty difficult trying to date, anyways, or or um, just having um, close intimate relationships with people. Like so, this story um, definitely will um, open up some some nice convos and, and such. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, and we're ready. we ready. I'm gonna say about um, the brand, you know, the the Ouch brand, the Doctor Ouch. The one thing is that, you know, I think everybody kind. I don't know. I don't want to speak for everybody, but there's no fluff here. Like, you know, a lot of movies give you the fluff. Like, mm -hmm. but our stuff, we giving you the real. So mm -hmm. you're gonna be able to. You're gonna be able to feel. Like you're gonna be able to feel our our content because it's gonna be real. It's coming from a real place based because, on real stuff. Because the truth, the yeah. truth is going to hurt, but it's necessary. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here, I'm, I'm watching I'm you all. I'm watching you all react to my questions, but I, it, it leads me to believe how real this really is. Because oh. each one of the ladies that I've had on, the two of you, and then Cindy from last week, your reactions were like. Like off, not off-putting, but it just made me just say, "What the hell did he put in this script that evokes this type of emotion from people?" Even even him talking about the story, David himself talking about it, and now Antoine talking about it. I'm seeing there's a, a visceral reaction to what's being put in here, and so it's not just another one of those. I call them one of the '90s or early 2000s you know, love stories that we used to hear about this type yeah. of person. Like, it doesn't seem as just that one of those, like you said, fluff pieces. And it's so easy to do that 
But I think right now we're in a space where we need we need some some guidance. <laughs> Definitely, we need some guidance right now. So I think I'm happy that you all are speaking about this in this way. One of the things that we brought up last week was the normalizing of um, mental health counseling. Um, how important was that component for you to watching it or being a part of it for you, Antoine, seeing that that's something that's being talked about? How how significant was that aspect of the story? Mm. I mean, exactly. Well, from a male's perspective, Antoine, maybe you can give that. But I know with women, the, the women in this film, well, not, well, the, the women in these stories definitely um, need counseling of their own after yeah. dealing with um, the situations. I mean, I, I, and I think that they ended up in the situations that they were in because they need therapy themselves. Mm. Go ahead, Antoine. Oh, um, I guess, uh, well, you know, in the first film, Walk in My Shoes, we had um, a, a male therapist counselor or whatever. And so in this one, it's good to see a woman um, at the helm um, helping someone. But the, the best part about just seeing it and counseling, like I say, it normalizes it. And um, and the way that she counsels would make me want to get counseling. Mm. <laughs> you know, it, it looked like it was fun. It looked like, you know, experiences. Like, that's why I say, man, like, everybody got to go see this because it's, mm -hmm. like, everything was intentional, but it's so cool, man. Like, like the way, the way she handles him is... Is, is, is a whole nother story in itself. So mm. like, like that's the thing, like far as mental health, like to me, after watching the film, you know, I believe that most people would be open to it. Mm -hmm. It's not just stereotypical. Yeah. It makes me proud because um, to, to incorporate counseling because mental health is huge right now. It, it's mm -hmm. been huge, but it's even bigger now. And especially with the pandemic, people need, you know, some counseling because things change. Change is hard sometimes. But to see um, a man and a man's man um, mm -hmm. getting seeking counseling and help is, is a big deal. So I was really glad to see it. And it, it just, uh, I think when we talked about it last week as well, the, the style of counseling that we see in this is very important, but we shared last week our individual stories in terms of what therapy was for us. And I think representation means everything. When you have somebody sitting across from you that's not looking at you as just a, a test study, uh, but somebody who can understand where you're coming from and not necessarily another man to another man or woman to another woman, but representation in terms of culturally. We understand what this character of an alpha male means to us culturally. So being able to have somebody that's not necessarily judging you, uh, but just listening to you makes all the difference when it comes to therapy. Does, does anybody have any horror stories when it comes to therapy? <laughs> oh, I've never been. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I definitely I'm have. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> go with yours. 
I've had, I've, I've suffered with anxiety. Um, I feel like uh, <laughs> people don't know how to deal with that. Uh, even therapists. Uh, it's, it, it, I've, I've had a couple um, horror stories. People mm. who just they, they they pretend they listening, but they don't really hear you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, um, but yeah, I I don't know. I, I've definitely had a couple of horror stories. Um, just trying to seek, the, but you have to you have to go until you find the right person that you feel comfortable mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's, what, that's one of the things we we brought up last week. You mm-hmm. have to shop around for your doctors, your health doctors, the same oh, way. Oh yeah shop around for shoes and and apparel and say it again food. You have right. to shop. the same yes. way i i'll sometimes go all the way out wegmans because i know that food is a little bit fresher than my local safeway uh yes. but you know we have to do the same thing to our health care providers you have to mm-hmm. you know uh i i remember speaking last week and one of my friends reacted like because that first in the that first uh, meeting is your interview, just like it's their interview, and just like they can say, "Hey, I don't think I'm a good fit for you." You can say the same thing to your healthcare provider, and you oh, have to yeah. go into it the same way we go into a job interview. We normally go in there begging for a job, but we don't realize this mm-hmm. is their test, just like it's our test. Like we can uh, so, right? So that's really important, and people deciding healthcare. I, I thought that was. Uh, mental health care, I thought that was a really good step forward because many of us have normalized therapy, but many of us have normalized just going to therapy and never changing. We just just have a new friend now. This is a new person on our Christmas list. It it having a start and finish time or at least, you know, how am I growing from this? Um, this This is something I don't hear and, and, you know, I do a lot of theater, and it's just not, not something that you hear about our Black stories, where we're incorporated. We're great with showing the pain and the struggle, but we're not good at showing the possibility of what's tomorrow, what tomorrow can look like. I if like do, that, yes. The perspectives mm-hmm. of it. So it sounds like this story is really what is necessary in this moment. Uh, for all of you all, what do you want an audience to take away from this? that even if it looks like it's not possible for change, it's always possible. Mm. That's what I want people to take away from it. Or you have to be okay and content with people being who they are. Mm. Be honest with yourself and whomever you come, you know, you come in contact with. You gotta be real. And I was gonna say that, um, that, you know, people are people, people are human beings, people are complex. Um, you know, we like to place our judgment on people and, um, and things change, people change, you know, nothing is uh, consistent, but, you know, as long as you, uh, are working towards a, a, a better you, mm-hmm. um, a better relationship, um, things, you know, things, and you, and you got to put your big boy pants on and your big girl pants and realize what's what too, you know, don't be in this fantasy world. So a lot of that kind of plays, you know, the part in things. It's just like, you you really, people got to be accountable for themselves. Mm, mm. Mm. (laughs) 
Yes, indeed. That's why he's the money man. He gets his uh-huh. points. That's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> this accountability, I think that's really important because it, it's easy for us to blame him, the him in every story. Or as you said, as on there are alpha women out here that have the same type of struggle that he has. So mm-hmm. it's easy for us to blame that person for their behavior because we've been hurt. But as uh, Jay contributed, how do you play a part? What part do you play in that? How, how did I aid and abet this behavior? Or, you know, what in me is fueling that behavior? What decisions am I making that is complementing that bad behavior? Uh, so figuring out who you are. So self-accountability, not just what you did wrong, uh, but really dealing with self. It'll really help us learn how to communicate better. And that's him too. That's that's for the alpha male too. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't always get the um to 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 you know as well as she has to look in the mirror and see herself like you you gotta look in the mirror too and, and know like you know was she helpless and you knew it like you know those kind of things like you gotta look and see what part you play too. Mm. You got to put a big, at the end of the showing, you got to put a big mirror outside of the theater. And just ask that question. Right. You know, what part of you have you seen in this? And just be Mm -hmm. honest about it. Um, As we we draw to an end, I'm going to ask my last question to everybody. But before before I do that, um, I want to also get the the information on the, the first uh, screening of it, the premiere, and then I think it's a different day for the general public to be able to come see it. So mm-hmm. before you give out that information, the last question is, what uh, what advice would you give to your 17-year-old self and what question would you ask to your 100-year-old self? And while you all are thinking about those answers, I'm going to ask Antoine, can he give out that information on tickets and, and how people can uh, see this? And when do I audition for the next film? I, I just threw that one in there. So we definitely going to put up the audition so you can get that in. But I'm going to pass it to Jay because okay. Jay is the person who got everything there in you go. computer written down. She got it three different ways. <laughs> what you need? Um, what, I'm sorry. So the ticket, so how do people, how will people be able to see this? I think it's the premiere date is the 18th, but the 20. Fourth, mm-hmm. So the opening weekend is the 24th at, um, we have a showing at 9 p.m. Um, uh, September 25th, the next day, Saturday, um, at 6 p.m. And on Sunday, September 26th at 4 p.m. Those three showings for now, um, we'll, we will add screenings as, you know, as needed. But, um, and it's all going to be shown at Hoyt's um, West Nursery Cinema 14. And um, Lithicum, and um, the, you can purchase your tickets um, at you, sorry, you can go on go online at wisemanproductions.eventbrite.com. Um, and for so the uh, premiere of September 18th, um, potential sponsors um, or distributors and or distributors can reach us um, by emailing us at a wisemanproduction at gmail.com and definitely jay send me that information and i'll share that uh, again as well okay uh but for the big question 
What's this advice that we're giving to our 17-year-old selves? Not to change anything, because we know about time travel. We don't want to be messing up the universe. But to kind of soften that blow a little bit. Well, I don't know who you calling oh, on, but first of all, I was going to say, <laughs> go ahead, Jay. I was just gonna say, wait. Mm. You know that patience right there. Just wait, and um, I know that that encompasses a lot, but um, really wait, and that that whole self love thing, and knowing, getting to know yourself mm. first before you can expect others to love you, like, just wait, you know, cause career and all that stuff, let that happen. Let you, let you, let yourself develop fully, um, mentally, emotionally, um, physically, just wait. Yep. Antoine, Dana, that advice uh, to your 17 year old self. Um, before we go, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on here before I even <laughs> get out my answer. <laughs> but um, my 17-year-old yes. self, I would probably say just get to know who you with. Even if you are going to start, you know, dating, just get to know the person. Take the time to really get to know. Dig deep and, um, and, and see who they are and see what they're about. That's it. I think Janet Jackson said, let's just wait a while. That's just waiting. That's right. <laughs> Mr. Antoine. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, you know, where I'm at. I'm so big on personal development. So yeah. I would just tell my 17-year-old self just to dive into personal development. The, the, mm. the faster you pick those things up, the uh, the further you be along in life, your decision making, you know, wisdom all of those things, that's the things that I pray for now, wisdom. So if you mm. can learn as much as you can as a youngster, um, you'll be making so many, so so much better decisions um, in life. So, yeah. That, that, that idea that all the decisions that you make have a five to ten year window. So the things that you're doing right now at 16, or 17, the question was, you'll be living those choices uh, at 27 to 30. So mm -hmm. understanding that the decisions you make now is going to be the life that you live in five to 10 years from now. So that's I tell all my students that on the last day of class every time. Just focus on your decisions. Mm -hmm. uh, the second half of that question was, what question would you ask to your 100-year-old self? Say that one more time. What question what would you question ask? 100 year old self. So, if you're 100, you could meet your 100 year old self today. What question would you ask them? Minus what's the lottery number going to be uh, tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, man. Jesus, your 100 year old self. I'm 100. <laughs> Do you feel like you've lived your best life, baby? Mm. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like you've lived your best life? Yeah. What about you, Mr. Antoine? I would add, I would probably ask him 
what's the one thing that you know now that I need to know now? <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. We got his, his, his genie in a bottle. Okay. Okay. Like, what? No, you don't ask the genie for more wishes. Like you just know it. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. What about you, Miss Day? I, I was trying. I was trying to turn turn a statement into a question. <laughs> I was trying to turn. I was trying to think of something um, dealing with being fearless, mm. um, having not having. Um, any fear at that age of dying, of not having lived um, my best life and all of that. Um, um, I can't turn it into a question. You're not going to get a question out of me. It's going to be a statement. So what, what would you say then? What would you say then to your wander yourself if you got that chance to meet them, meet her? Just that by now, you should have no fear. Mm. Mm. And this this is both the 17-year-old and 100-year-old question and advice. It's a great um, meditation prompt. So this isn't, this should not be the first time or last time you ask yourself these questions because it tells a lot about where you are in the moment. I love that. Thank you. It really gives you perspective in right now. So when you find yourself at a roadblock or creatively frustrated or whatever, ask yourself this question. And depending on what you say to your hundred year old self and to your 17 year old self tells you a lot about where you are right now. So that help you to unlock whatever's locking you down or stressing you out. Um, it's great for meditation. And I, I teach a vision boarding workshop for artists and entrepreneurs. And this is one of the first things that I ask them because it helps them to kind of get perspective into right now. So um, thank you all. I mean, I, I can't wait to see this. I'm thank definitely going to have you all back on uh, to be able to do some talkbacks. And, and and get your get the get the real get the real answers minus David uh yes. beating us all up. Please. <laughs> uh but but allowing uh you all to be able to come on here was is is great. I, I really appreciate you all. I love the representation from each of you um uh and representing Baltimore to the fullest. So thank you all. Uh, for doing that for our city. Uh, and thank you, thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Anytime, yeah. anytime, anytime. Real quick, give out your social media where people can find you, where people can find tickets, where people can find information on uh, life of an alpha male. Facebook. Um, you can find me. <laughs> Facebook is Jason. Right. J C Moore says J A E S E Y M O U R. Um, I G is um your inner J, and go ahead. That's my two. Yeah. Those are my two. I Dana am well. Dana dot Turner eight zero. Wow. <laughs> Dana dot. Turner802 on both Facebook and Instagram. And on Facebook is Antoine Chambers. Instagram, I got two. Uh, one is Antoine.Chambers and the other one is I am Coed. 
Okay. Thank you. Uh, and real quick, what's the website again for people to be able to get tickets to the screenings? Yeah. I'm sorry, you said one more time to take this to the screen. This would be um you can find you can find those on um wisemanproductions.eventbrite.com. Thank you again for joining us. Uh we got a couple comments. Uh, I guess uh Mr. Antoine, Miss Sharon says you have a nice beard. Uh, <laughs> oh, you too. David. Uh, David says I like the mirror idea. Thank you. Yes, yeah, put that big right. mirror out once the show is over. Put it out there and just say, what did you see? We're going to make sure you get some credit for that. <laughs> so <laughs> I appreciate you all for coming on. Anytime you want to promote what you're doing, uh, if you want to tell your story, you want to talk, you got some topics, hit me up. Uh, the platform is yours. Uh, the Artist Exchange Radio Show every Friday at 5 p.m. Don't forget, go to Be Exposed Radio. Check out our new news blogger section. Uh, we got some hot, salacious stories on there, so check them out. Uh, and again, the Artist Exchange Radio Show. Hit us up on Instagram and Facebook at the Artist Exchange and myself on IG at Nate, the artist Nate Cows. I'm sorry, I just messed that up. Uh, peace out, everybody. Have a great weekend. Be safe out there. And wear your damn mask. Yes. Thank you, Miss Sharon. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>